Welcome to Reflections of Darkness, Shades of Grey, Episode 7. I'm your gorgeous drag classic horror hostess, Evil, coming to you from my lair of eternal damnation. As you know from the title of this episode, we are watching The Bride of Frankenstein. You know, it's amazing re-watching this movie, and you see so many things that have been copied and recreated in other movies. And of course, the look of the bride is so iconic and immediately identifiable. Even if the look is just inspired by hers, you know who it is. Uh, so, good, yeah. Well, let's get into tonight's main feature. Enjoy. Tonight, I am reviewing The Bride of Frankenstein from 1935, starring Boris Karloff as the monster, Elsa Lanchester as the bride and Mary Shelley, double duty, and Cole Clive as Dr. Frankenstein. Obviously, opening during a thunderstorm. Zooming in on a lovely castle. Inside, three great writers, Lord Byron, Mary Shelley, and the other one. And they are discussing the story of Mary Shelley writing Frankenstein and how it really ended. So we get a recap of the 1931 Frankenstein movie. And then the continuation on how it quote-unquote really ended. Okay. We are at the end of the first Frankenstein movie with the burning windmill almost completely destroyed, and the villagers slowly going home since the monster is dead. A little bit of a rewrite, because Henry is quote-unquote dead in this version, Dr. Frankenstein. And the monster is under the mill in water, and his hair is singed, but he's mostly the same. So then the farmer from the first Frankenstein goes down under the ruined mill to see the body of the monster to make sure he's dead. But of course he's not, and he drowns the guy, who is also the father of the little girl he drowned from the first movie. Then he throws the little girl's mother into the pit as he climbs out of the pit. <laughs> that family got it from all sides. <laughs> Cut to Henry Frankenstein being delivered to Elizabeth, who is a completely different actress with a completely different hair color and style, even though it's a direct continuation. Okay, fine, whatever. And the old lady Minnie, played by the amazing Una O'Connor, who was also amazing in The Invisible Man. Anyway, Minnie tries telling them the monster is alive, but no one believes her. Albert! What do you want? It's alive! The monster! It's alive! Ah, oh. uh, shut up, you old fool. I saw it! It ain't turned to no skeleton at all! It lived right through the fire! Ah, oh, go bite your tongue off. We don't believe in ghosts. Nobody'd believe me. Right? I'll wash my hands of it. Let them all be murdered in the beds for all of me. <laughs> oh my god, it's a miracle. Dr. Henry Frankenstein is alive and recouping in his gorgeous bed. I want that bed. I mean, I would want mine bigger, but I always want things bigger. <laughs> And we also see in this scene that Dr. Frank is still a little bit of a mad scientist, which is this actor's wheelhouse for sure. Then we get a mystery man that arrives in the dead of night, Dr. Pretorius, to see Dr. Frankenstein. Pretorius wants them to work together and basically blackmails him into doing it since he has also brought a monster to life. These guys need a new hobby, seriously. Anyway, they head off to Dr. Pretorius's laboratory, and Dr. Pretorius is creepy. But he loves his gin, and he makes a toast. 
I show you the results of my trifling experiments, I would like to drink to our partnership. Do you like gin? It is my only weakness. To a new world of gods and monsters. <laughs> the creation of life is enthralling. Distinctly enthralling, is it not? I cannot account precisely for all that I am going to show you. But perhaps now that you are my partner, you can. Then we see Dr. Pretorius's experiments, which are these little people in little glass jars. There's the queen, the king, the bishop, the devil, the ballerina, and the mermaid. And these effects are, I guess, good for the time, but it's also kind of goofy and cartoony, but whatever, just go with it. I think it would have been better and a lot more creepy if they were just separate body parts in the jar that were alive, you know, like eyes looking around or a moving hand or a a tongue inside the jar licking the inside of the jar. <laughs> but no, we get little peoples. It's fine. So then Dr. Pretorius tells Dr. Frankenstein that they're going to make a woman this time instead of the big, thick, tall man. Mm. <laughs> we all know what I would make. Cut to the monster getting a drink from a stream and seeing his reflection, and he doesn't like it. Then he scares a girl and she falls in the stream, and he tries to help her, but she screams and some... Hunters shoot him in the arm, cue the angry mob of villagers running through the forest trying to find him again. So they catch him this time, bind him, tie him to a long pole, and then they throw him in the cart and head back to the village where they take him to the dungeon and chain him to a chair. But of course he breaks free and escapes and the villagers run away. Cut to a gypsy camp and the monster is lured in by the cooking smells, but then he hears a lovely violin music coming from a cabin being played by a blind man. And he welcomes in the monster and helps the monster and they start to communicate and he feeds the monster and tells him to sleep it's actually a very sweet scene as the blind man is so happy to have someone since he is so lonely they cry together then we cut to him teaching the monster to speak and to smoke which is very funny and now for our lesson remember this is bread 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 and this is wine to drink. 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 Good. Good. We are friends, you and I. Friends. Friends. <laughs> Good. Good. And now for a smoke. No, no, this is good. Smoke. You try. Smoke. Good, good. Good. Before you came, I was all alone. It is bad to be alone. Alone. Bad. Friend. Good. He keeps trying to tell him fire is good, so they smoke, while the old man plays the violin, and they're happy, until two people come in and tell the blind man that this is a monster. 
Then the cabin gets set on fire and the monster runs away, looking for a friend. You never hear what happens to the blind man. So he ends up back at the graveyard, the monster, not the blind man. And he hides out from the village in a very expansive crypt that's almost like an underground catacomb idea. This is where the monster finds Dr. Pretorius and two lackeys looking for a body, a female body. Dr. Pretorius is creepy. The actor playing him is very good at getting this across. Then the monster comes out of the shadows while Dr. Pretorius is having dinner chatting to the bones. You know, like you do. Have some drink, has a smoke. And Dr. Pretorius explains he's making a woman for him to be, quote unquote, friends with. Cut to Dr. P going back to Dr. Frankenstein, trying to get him to help him, but Dr. Frankenstein refuses. But the monster comes in and makes Dr. Frankenstein help. Cut to the monster kidnapping Elizabeth, you know, the new one with the brown hair. So Dr. Pretorius tells them she will be returned if Dr. Frankenstein cooperates. So Dr. F and Dr. P are working on the heart, and they need a young, strong heart, so they send out one of the lackeys to the accidental hospital. I guess that's where you pick up your organs. But the lackey just kidnaps a woman off the street, and the lackey almost spills the beans, but Dr. Pretorius saves him. These people are terrible. Then the monster comes in, making Dr. Frankenstein work more, but Dr. Pretorius bribes the monster away with alcohol that he cosbies with sedatives, so he will leave the doctor alone. Then it's time to put the heart in the body. Cue the electrical storm. In this one, they use kites to grab the electricity to the power of the machines, Everything is sparking, and they lift her up to the roof for the final zap. The rig they have her in is amazing, and the shots of the doctor's faces during this part are so cool and creepy. And of course, right in the middle of this, the monster wakes up and kills Ludwig, one of the lackeys, by throwing him off the castle. Bye, girl! Then the music quits, and they lower the body. The hands move. They remove the bandages off her eyes, and Dr. Frankenstein says, She's alive! Alive! Cut to the bride being revealed in all her glory, looking amazing. I mean, I've ripped up, I mean, have been inspired by this look myself. Then the monster comes in and sees the bride, and she sees him and screams, but he is not discouraged, and he holds her hand, but she still just screams, and the monster gets pissed and decides, if she doesn't like me after five seconds, well then fuck it. So the monster, with a single tear, blows up the castle, killing Dr. Pretorius, the bride, and himself, as Dr. Frankenstein and Elizabeth escape. Okay. <laughs> what the fuck, this movie. The Bride of Frankenstein, and the bride was in it for like five seconds, screamed twice, hissed once, and was blown up. I don't know. I mean, obviously this movie is classic, but I wanted m the bride more. But no. And then they just blow her up. Rude. Oh well, it's still a great movie, and I give The Bride Frankenstein 7 out of 10 singed monster wigs. <laughs> well, that was The Bride of Frankenstein from 1935. Now, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, follow me on social media. Feel free to send me any comments, questions, concerns, or classic movie recommendations. All my contact info is over at evilqueensf.com. Well, I think that's enough of black and white horror for me tonight. As always, keep watching classic scary movies. Bye bye. If there's much more like this, what you say, pal? We give ourselves up and let them hang us. That goes for me, too. This is no life for murderers.